Hello. And welcome to Stephen Rowland's Beer Podcast. Episode 338. Oh, are you like, making announcements or something? The train leaving now will go to... 338? Alcohol. Alcohol? Ooh. I can get a bold beer train. This week we are drinking coffee o'clock. In fairness, it's always coffee o'clock here. I prefer beer o'clock. I think it's beer o'clock too. Yeah. Coffee o'clock. Is this a coffee beer? This is well carved and smells of coffee. Yeah. That is quite well carbonated. Uh, For those of you who obviously can't see this. uh, Sorry, I just took my nose really as I was pouring it. Not a good smell? It's a lot of coffee smell. The head on these is gigantic. Um, Yeah, this is super, super carved. The smell is... That tastes like a beer that someone stirred a spoon of uh, instant coffee into. Um, um, so let's let's pause a moment. I'm going to let the head go down a little bit before I try and drink any more of this. Um, Glen Affric Brewery. Yeah, tell me about them, Ron. Because so, I never heard of them. No, uh, started 2016. Uh, the brewer was working at Boxing Cat in Shanghai, who, um, like, China's not got a massively um, established craft beer scene, but there's a, a little bit of a craft beer thing kicking off. Um, and they are one of the names that does get banded around a bit. Um, he basically came back wanting to brew beer and his family got in on, on it. So... It's now a kind of family affair for his mum and dad and his brother and him. Um, originally, they were going to be based in Glenafric. So Glenafric, for people to know it, is actually it's the village of uh, Canic, which is at the top of Glenafric and close to Loch Ness. It's a bit kind of west of Loch Ness. Uh, so actually, we had a lot fine last week. We have just gone, in theory, gone further north in Scotland. Um, however, yeah, so this is apparently a family home. Uh, however, they weren't able to open up there straight away because planning permission and all that is pretty strict uh, in that area of the world. Unsurprisingly, it's a really beautiful part of the country. Um, One could say uh, it's something of a monster. We're going to let that tumble we go by. And <laughs> I, I, I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. Um, they actually opened their brewery in the meantime in Birkenhead. Okay. So they're currently brewing in Birkenhead, have been since 2016. They have now apparently secured uh, planning permission to open their new brewery in Canic in Glenafric. Um, so they're going to be split between Birkenhead and Glenafric, which is weird. Hmm. I mean, they're not just around the corner from each other. I'm just yeah. going to throw out there. Apparently, they are going to plan to do most of their wild fermentations and so on in, in Glafric, which is it's cool. Um, I mean, it's great, great location for a smaller brewery doing wild fermentations and that kind of thing. Um, apparently, they've mostly sold out their their current stuff through their brewery tap, and it's just it's not getting a lot of distribution um, because it's all being used Consumer. up locally. Yeah. Mm. 
So they are graphic. Um, this is a coffee beer, unsurprisingly. Um, part of a series? Apparently. What? So, I, we looked at the, the can a little bit earlier. Uh, what was your first grumble about the, the coffee beer when you picked it up? Well, I don't know where the coffee's from. I don't know what the coffee is. Yes. I don't know anything about it. It doesn't also tell me anything about the beer either. I mean, it's got 22 IBUs, but that's it. I, so, as, as coffee roasters mm -hmm. and coffee people, um, there are some phenomenal coffee beers out there at the moment. Yep. Uh, I th and I, I think we'd agree that the, the best ones come from people working with and respecting the products they're working with. Mm -hmm. um, from, I don't know, obviously we, we're involved in a few of them we're totally biased, but mm. I, I've had some other delicious uh, coffee beers from other people, and I've got to say, again, they tend to come from... Northern Monks bring to mind straight away as one that don't use our coffee, but have made some great uh, coffee beers. Yep, they uh, take their coffee from North Star, I believe, yeah. don't they? Um, Another Leeds-based company, so... Yeah, I, I, I think that kind of... It's always disappointing when you see a brewery who are doing, you know, who you like, using either generic coffee or... No, I mean, it says on, it says on the back here, it's, uh, it's made using our own house blend cold brew coffee. So, okay, all right, your own house blend. Like, can you tell us a little bit about it, wasn't it? You know, where it's from? Even a, even a country would be, would be better than nothing. I mean, it's not from Scotland, obviously. Oh, like, even your roaster, supplier, wherever it's coming from, I, I don't, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah, because they're, they're clearly not roasting themselves. It's probably just something that they've got asked someone else to put together for them. I mean, if they are, then, you know, fair enough. But I would assume for a, uh, a relatively yeah. recent startup, they couldn't also afford the cost of starting a coffee And you'd roastery. think you'd want to shout about it. Um, there are people who roast their own. Um, Brewdog, actually, yeah. roast their own. Yeah. Um, but... Again, they can afford to, though. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not a big deal for them. Uh, and also based uh, close to Grand Africa, of course. Mm. No, I'm. I'm going to struggle with this. Um, it's. Yeah. Ugh. So someone's taken an, an okay pale ale and just poured some coffee into it, and the only thing that you can taste is the coffee. Honestly. And it's so generic. I get a lot of like green kind of coffeeness to it. I know what you mean. But I'm really not enjoying. Yeah. Uh, it's very pea like, and yeah. I honestly, I would have preferred them to put in something that's super dark roast because at least you've just had roasty flavours there. You'd end up with something that was maybe that was the portery type thing rather than a pale ale. Um, I wonder if they've gone for something intentionally trying to be a bit not as aggressively burnt flavoured and I think you can do that but you it doesn't, it doesn't have a roasty flavour does it I think it's just a fairly generic coffee flavour yeah I'm I'm not yeah if I'm going to have a coffee beer it's, the balance has got to be so on like coffee's such a dominant flavour 
Like it, you've got to be very sparing with this. Houston is just that's that's all I can taste. Yeah, I, I think if you're gonna be that heavy handed with the coffee, the coffee itself has got to taste fantastic. Mm. And I mean I think you can do you can do that with coffee beers. Yeah. But if you take, if you take this is not it. super super floral or super acidic. Yeah. Then that could definitely work, but yeah. Yeah, if you had something that was more to it that actually tasted really positive flavours. Um, but I'm finding this really I think our, our reaction unpleasant. to this as well is always going to be just biased because of the, the experience that we have not only working in the coffee industry but working with breweries making these kind of beers like yeah. we've tasted some phenomenal okay so yeah I, so. if if the fine people of Benafic hear us and I'm, I'm really sorry firstly um, don't apologise you're allowed to have an I'm opinion. I'm a terrible person. Yeah, I, I, I well, am, that, but... Those two things are unconnected. Yeah. Um, uh, my, my big recommendation would be go find somebody who knows about coffee and buy some awesome coffee and probably dose it a lot less than this. Yeah, and talk about it as well. Yeah, like, be proud about like who it is that yeah. you're buying it from. Have something that you can really stick on, sit their name on the label and be excited about who it is you're using and what coffee can bring to a beer like and i think that actually i think that's one of the ones with all of them like whenever i have additives in a beer i love when it feels like the brewery is excited about those additives whatever those might be um one of the reasons i always love drinking stuff from little earth project actually is one i'll shout out for because lots of their stuff has got added additions and nearly all of it is based on them walking out into the fields around their their brewery and seeing what's in season that looks good and deciding what they're going to put it in. So they, if, they, if there's plums there, they'll go, okay, there's some plums. Have we got enough plums for to go something? Yep, okay. What else have we got? Oh, nettles look good. Let's put them into something. And I, I think that sense of being proud about where, where it came from and what it is and being honest about it is something that really excites me about beers. Because there was a general lack of information, wasn't there, when looking up this? about yeah. you know, the whole coffee series of beers it was just like this is this is a beer of this style that has coffee in, and this is a beer of this style that has coffee in, and this is a beer of this style that has coffee in. it's just like what 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 what's making me want to choose any of these and it, i guess it it also fits into that thing i've started to feel with the fruit ones i kind of i almost feel like they're doing it just for the sake of doing it yeah like you get this whole series of fruit beers where people go like this is a pale ale with oranges this is a pale ale with Peach. This is a pale ale with it. I'm like, fine. I mean, this, this that doesn't stop them being pleasant. But I'm not going to rush out and buy them simply because you put oranges into a beer. Mm. But if there's something to it, if it's part of a story, if you're explaining what it's from, I might. I love having lots of the Lambert beers, which are basically cherries or. or having um, raspberries or whatever in, into the beer, but there's a story behind what they're doing. Mm. It's not just, well, we went to the supermarket and bought a load of puree and threw it in. Mm. Um, I think you need, you need to be a bit more ambitious in what you can do with this. I think unambitious would be my, my feeling on this. <laughs> okay. Fair, right. 
He did. He did, he did uh, start out with an apology. But I started out with an apology, and then and then probably earned having to say sorry. Yeah, that's typically yeah. me, really. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry again. Hmm. Yeah. This is just. This is just boring. I, it's not. It's not offending me too much. It's just you know, it's just boring. It's pale ale and coffee, and that's it. I'm going to just throw a score out there and give it a five. I, I wonder when I, when I drink it whether actually part of my, my experience is that I'm, I, as a coffee person, the malts that you get in, in beer are not that dissimilar to a lot of like, under-roasted coffee. Mm. Um, and that does very much skew it for me into a certain kind of experience that I find not nice at all. Um, and maybe that is just because I'm of my coffee experience rather than anything to do with my beer drinking. Um, but I am not enjoying this. I'm probably not going to finish off the rest of that glass. Um, and I'm a little disappointed. Um, so I'm going to go with three. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. Sorry. Um, yeah, this is not not for me. Mm. Well, on that bombshell, we should uh, drink up before Jeremy Clarkson sues us. Yeah, we're done. 